What's going on, everybody? I'm Jeff St. Pierre, and this is episode 131 of the Adult Education Podcast. This week, I'm speaking with artist and creator Nathan Pyle. Thanks so much for checking out my show. If this is your first time joining the Adult Education Podcast, I sincerely hope that you like what you hear and that you stick with me. I would really appreciate it if you would take a second to leave a five-star rating on whatever platform you're using and feel free to share the show with your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to inspire new people to check it out. The summertime is a little wild for me, but things are starting to get back into a version of a routine. I've got some great conversations lined up for you over the next few weeks. If everything comes together as planned, we should have a really fantastic couple of months for you on this show. I was first introduced to this week's guest through Instagram in the early days of the pandemic. It was the time when I was looking for something lighthearted and funny to help me get through those rough days. I think we all can relate to that. Someone shared with me a post from Nathan Pyle. It was a short video that showed a few pigeons walking around with captions over their heads and little stickers. I think it was something about the pigeons looking for pizza or something like that. I forget what it was, but it was really funny. So I investigated more about Nathan. I followed the account, and that's when I discovered how funny and creative he truly is. Now, you may know him best for his online comic series, Strange Planet. It's a little strip with aliens going about everyday human activities, but they describe them very differently. Like, how can I describe this for you? Uh, For example, there's one where the aliens call cookies a sweet disc and milk creamy fluid. Coffee is called jitter liquid. You know, you get the idea. I find these to be amazingly sarcastic and hilarious and just a cool look at humanity. Apparently, others have enjoyed it as well because he's racked up nearly 7 million followers on Instagram. He's got, I think, five books out now and a new TV show on Apple TV Plus that just launched a few weeks ago called Strange Planet. I was so excited to have a chance to speak with Nathan for a little bit. I hope you enjoy our conversation and I hope that you check out his other works. How's it going? Hello. How are you doing? I, uh, I'm fantastic. Uh, what's it like to be uh, a new dad of another child? Oh, <laughs> you saw that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty tiring. Um, I obviously I have the easier job. Uh, my wife has a much harder job, but, um, man, I don't know if you've experienced any of this, um, but it's, um, it's, it's, you have a lot of respect for parents now. So, yeah. Yeah. My wife and I had a daughter in December of 2020. So just before oh, I think your first child. So you're on to your yes, yeah, second yeah. one here. Uh, so two, I can't even imagine. We we did make the decision to stick with one. Um, and <laughs> I, I, whenever I see two come I'm like, oh my gosh, bless those parents. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, which means your your uh, your child must be two now. Yeah, two? pushing three. Okay. Yeah, we'll be a three in December. So I think yeah, just three a couple months older than your first child, I believe. Yes, um, I saw you on CBS and you were talking about how your da- daughter, right, your oldest daughter. Yeah, uh, she loves yeah. the uh, Phantom of the Opera soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my no, my daughter's favorite great. is the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's hers, right? Oh, now. that's a great one. Yeah, no, and I I love that because it's like. I was telling Taylor, it's so fun to look forward to Christmas now uh, and Halloween as well. And and that's a that that Danny Elfman music is such a perfect example of like, hey, here's here's a spooky Christmas and Halloween mix. It's 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 such a good it's an incredible piece of work. Nightmare Before Christmas. So, yeah, great choice by by. Yeah. Yeah. There are worse things that she could like for sure. Oh, I know. That's how I always think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I got to say, Nathan, I was uh, introduced to your work, not through Strange Planet, but actually through your pigeon videos uh, a couple of oh, years no back. 
That's surprising. I love it. That's that's great. You just happen to see them on the internet somehow. I had a friend share one with me, and it was one of the live action pigeon videos where I don't know if other people listening have seen these before, but you would put little captions on top of the pigeons' heads, or there'd be little you yeah. know stickers yeah. in there somewhere that they're chasing after. And I was like, I don't know what this is or who this guy is, but it's the most creative thing that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was it was so natural being in New York. That's where I'm at the moment. It, here in New York City, it's just they're everywhere and they're constantly interacting in, in very humorous ways. I, I realized, you know, Instagram's software was was, in my opinion, made for pinning a dialogue on pigeons. Instagram saw what I did and they 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 invited me to help like teach other companies how to use the software they had created. So I it was a really fun, just kind of a side project that I continue to I just I think pigeons are so funny. Birds are funny. But um, uh, the fact that birds are all, all around us and the fact that they walk is such a such a great aspect of life. Like birds are just walking around. They don't have to, but they do. So I think that's part of what I find so interesting about your work in particular is so much of it is just designed around the observations that you make about normal life. I mean, Strange Planet is very much observations about sort of the things that we do every day that we point out the absurdity of some of those things. And then you've got the pigeon. I mean, everything just seems to be your observations of life. And you're just like opening a door that other people haven't done before. Uh, no, I appreciate that. It's certainly to me it feels very natural to point out um, these pigeons. If you look at the world from, from their point of view, uh, it, it must, it must seem more magical even than, than I can imagine. But um, when, when we're surrounded by movement, we're surrounded by sentient beings and semi sentient beings like trees. Um, you're, you're always wondering, you know, what, what is what is it like to be a human The of all the animals we have this ability to actually learn more about the world around us and it, it, it's almost overwhelming when you realize how much there is just to take in it's I especially love being in a city like this where you're with other humans but you're also surrounded by uh, magnificent structures and nature and music uh I, man there's just there's 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 so much that one can experience and there's humor embedded in all of that for sure before we dive more into the the show and your work that you've got going on right now i'm kind of curious about how we got here and i saw that you actually studied theology in school and were teaching that for a little while before you moved to new york yeah. and i'm so i'm so intrigued as to how the transition happened you know what what inspired you to study that what inspired you to take that and then move onto something different i it was one of uh, a couple of different um majors that i was considering in college i think the the connecting thread between theology and and what i do now even is uh this this kind of broad curiosity about what else is out there the beyond um i certainly think a lot about who else exists out in the universe um when i was when i was studying I, I considered studying communications as well. I think what ended up happening in the last, I guess that's been 18, 19 years since I was in college, is that communication has changed <laughs> so drastically sure. that uh, it's almost more of an on-the-job study mm -hmm. that I've, you know, the, the uh, iPhone era started, whatever, 14 years ago. 
Um, and you're you're starting to realize, okay, now there's there's much to learn about what life can offer us as we have the internet in our hands. Um, we can broadcast. We're all we're all channels for each other. Um, then then I was I was really intrigued by that and realizing putting creativity out into the world is getting easier and easier. So that that really made it more intriguing for me to jump from studying theology back into something I'd already had interest in um, to be creative. I moved to New York City and and even moving to New York City after after you know teaching theology, I, I, moving to New York City, I realized the best connection I had to to actually getting my work seen was not physical at all. Mm-hmm. It was simply going on the internet. So I'd sit in my apartment in New York City and go on the internet um, and realized this is where my interest in communication, my interest in um, broadcast, interest in creating for a mass audience really started to, uh, you know, increase. And, um, and that led to my first book in 2014, um, which led to a job at BuzzFeed. And that led to other opportunities. And I started to draw more and more at BuzzFeed. And then I continued to draw the last 10 years. I've been drawing, drawing, drawing. Um, and, uh, and really now it's, it's, it's wonderful because making the show, I don't draw the, these incredible animators and background artists, the number of talented people they're, they're drawing, they're making things that I, I don't even, I can't even draw as nearly <laughs> as well as they can. Um, so really I'm, I'm, you're, you're able to, to, you know, go back to what you're best at, which is like creating the ideas I draw when I need to, to show someone how, how I think something could potentially look. Um, but, but going back to creating ideas and, and thinking about how connecting with other people through these new ideas, um, that's always been a kind of interest of mine. And now, like I said, combining it with this idea of like, there's this great philosophy, uh, philosophical existential questions about life and the universe. Um, that strange planet was kind of a perfect combination of a couple of my, my different interests. My first book was about humans. It was about the etiquette of moving in a crowded city, mm. uh, how to sit on a subway or, or walk on a sidewalk to, to, to blend in, to make sure that others are being considered. There's always someone behind you in New York. Just had to, you have to get out of the way a lot of times. Um, that was intriguing to me. And I think the study of humans, the study of what's beyond, connecting with other people, all this came together in Strange Planet pretty well. It was a pretty good vehicle, I would say, for for what all these disparate, at times, interests uh, came together for Strange Planet. I was going to ask you sort of the chicken or the egg question of, for you, which one came first? Was it more of the uh, I guess the creativity in your brain versus the artwork, but it sounds to me like art is sort of secondary for you. It's more about seeing the world for what it is and watching human behavior and just watching how we get through life in general. And that inspires you to put it into some form, which ends up being the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I try to encourage people all the time to pick up a pen, a pen or a pencil if they've never done it before. A lot of writers that I talk to, um, will ask me, how did you do blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, if you've never drawn, you should consider drawing. Um, this is how I, I moved to New York to be a writer. 
and then and then kind of I had a side interest in drawing. It was intriguing to me, but I never followed up on it. And um, and then I started to draw more and more and realized this is the best way for people to see my words to draw. Um, and this is a pretty common discovery for a lot of artists, uh, authors. I, I I like putting words out into the world. I'm going to draw to to make to make people see them. So there's an average of 35 words uh, or so in each Strange Planet comic. Um, that's a good example of that's that's not it's not big. That's uh you know maybe a tweet right. Um, but it is it is my writing, and it is something that millions of people can see now. So uh, it's a really it's a it's a fun kind of game trying to figure out how do you get attention enough on the internet to get someone to read this many words from you, you know? Um, and, and Instagram was the, the biggest growth, uh, of all for strange planet, but, but it is, it's, it is a very, it's a tough competition sure. because people are scrolling and there's much to see. Um, and I think it's only going to become more complex as, as the future. I think for me, what was lucky for me with you is I I found you in 2020 in a time where I needed something light. I needed something like Strange That's Planet true, yeah. and all that sure. in my life. And, you know, I had never seen comic strips, if you will, on Instagram before somebody sent me one of yours. That was the first one right, that I've ever yeah. seen. And now I've seen some more pop up since then. But it's interesting that you Good. pointed out about how that is a vehicle where more people can see work that's out there. People can see people's artwork. But unless right. you're you're falling into the right algorithm, you may never see something like that pop up. Exactly. No, that's true. And of course, I I, I see it because I sure. I, uh, I I got to meet with Reza, who does poorly drawn lines. Yeah. I, I I met Reza um, recently, and we we were having coffee, talking about this whole world. He's so generous with his wisdom. Sarah Anderson uh, has been tremendous, uh, always very supportive, and another example, just massive following, massive success, and incredible books. Um, I really I love I love that web comics have evolved and they continue to find there's there's multiple different ways to to ingest them i've i've really used instagram whereas there are other more comic central um uh, apps that that people can use but uh but it is it's a it's a really wonderful medium and now uh, again i i've seen uh some of the artists that i follow they're 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 doing animations themselves uh they're creating um, in, in new ways, I, it's, you could just spend all day just consuming content and never have time to, to actually create any. It's, that's one of the joys of being on the internet for sure. <laughs> is, is that a joy spending too much time consuming and not being able to create? <laughs> you know what it's, I no, I always say, and I'm sure you feel this too. When you have a job on the internet, like I do, it's like putting a desk in the middle of Disney world or sure. something. Uh, and you're just like, all right, I'm going to try and get work here, work work done here at Disney World at this desk I'm sitting at. But I'm also at Disney World. Um, you know, it's it's very hard to really actually to 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 focus. Uh so I think part of what happened for me was committing to Strange Planet was crucial. I drew one every day for a year straight. I hadn't done any commitment like that before. <laughs> and um and that that helped elevate not just the art, but also the the link with the audience. The audience knew, oh, he's going to post one tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> that was new for me. It was exhausting for I'm that sure. year. 
Um, and I, I never want to, I, I never want to promote grind. So what, what I would say instead was I, I actually, I put aside a lot of other things so that I was, I, I was taking more of a risk. Um, <laughs> so it, it, I was getting good sleep and eating and, and having a normal life. Um, but, but it was, it was more isolating my energy into one direction. You've got a, uh, you've got what, I think three strange planet books and somebody comes to you and says like, Hey, we want to turn this into an animated series. What, what's that feeling like for you? It actually really started with, uh, me going out to California. I, I, I had just kind of, uh, uh, finished, but not yet published it, it, You, you finish a book and then you wait for it to publish. Sure. Um, I was in that, I was in that waiting phase, um, for the first book to publish. And I went out to California, um, so I I sat down with Dan Harmon and Steve Levy among many different meetings. I I sat down with them and I immediately realized these these two are the right. This would be an incredible partnership if I can convince Dan Harmon to work with me. Um, and uh, and Steve and Dan were on board. They had tremendous ideas uh, immediately, and and that's really what you need because I Strange Planet the web comic was hinting at a more robust universe. Um, but never developing one. It was it was fun, but never you, you're never showing this is these are the beings that live here and these are the beings that live here. Um, Dan and Steve, uh, they've built worlds before, mm. and and then you're talking with people who understand. All right, here's what we think could make this unique and make this a uh, uh, worthy, you know, a worthy idea to to put on television. Um, so I give all the credit to to them when when they sat down. I I realized that I'm really with the right group of people here. And then of course Shadow Machine, who's made BoJack and the most recent the Pinocchio Oscar and all that. Um, that that was awesome to to work with people who knew visually how to um, to tell the stories. So I I really I felt confident once I had the team around me because certainly going out on my own, I I didn't know how to make. Strange Planet, the series, um, but with the talent surrounding me, then I then I felt a lot of confidence. It sounds like it was very collaborative, but I always wonder what it's like for someone like you to have this thing, this baby, if you will, that you've been working with for so long and poured so many so many minutes, hours, days of your life sure. into, and then to hand that off to someone else almost and say, "Okay, here you go," because now someone else is going to inject their ideas into your work. How was that transition for you? Again, I think part of part of what the story here is that I always want to make sure I convey is that every person who who wanted to work on this, they said, we want to make this what your vision of Strange right. Planet is, um, which I was fortunate to find that I, it was it was just an ideal situation for me. Um, great as well, because I'm mature enough now to understand that I didn't necessarily have the right ideas always. Um maybe a younger version of me might've been, been more, um, uh, you know, dogmatic about some, <laughs> some notions that I, I wanted to, to create, but, but the, this version of me, um, was, was mature enough to realize there's a lot of brilliance and what some of these new ideas that I hadn't thought about, uh, were coming into that world and then building it in a way that leaves, I think this is a the crucial thing leaves uh, both mystery and answers, you know, creating questions and answers at the same time. Uh, we're, we're in Beingsburg for um, much of the first season of strange planet, 
but but then you start to realize that there's more places in this one city you're many places in this world um which is really fun i i mean uh, to me you're intriguing yourself that's when you know you're cre- you know creating successfully because i know i'm intrigued <laughs> <laughs> i've been intrigued by myself um so now now you know you're you're on the right track well yeah. I love the show so far. I mean, I've been following your work on Instagram for a few years now. I love the show. The first episode is as far as I've made it so far. But my favorite part, I think, has got to be the encore moment during the concert. That, <laughs> again, it goes back to the creativity of the mind. Like the the things that you're commenting on and that you're pointing out, the way you word them is just so interesting and so fascinating to look at it from that perspective. Like the deception, like all those different things. It just blows my mind the way that your mind works in this way. Thank you. I well, I, I I love that moment too. I love the idea of uh, a whole crowd of beings chanting, you know, insincere. Yes, it's because sincere. I, I think I think there's like, uh, there's there's something to be said for you know, sincerity is is valued on this planet. There, that's one of the ways in which they're slightly better than us. Sincerity is so crucial. So they understand like this is a performance. This is what this is what artists do. They they act. Like they're done. Oh, but they're not done. They're going to come back and play the song that they hadn't played, which you know they were going to play that song. Just a matter of time, um, which is really fun. I think I think humans have a way of doing little choreographed dances every day, um, even when you're ordering your coffee or or just trying to get past someone in a hallway. Um, it. it there's there are little moments where we realize oh this is a moment I've had a thousand times I'm going to do my uh, you know role right now <laughs> and 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 we have to we have to imagine like that this is must be fascinating to watch from above you know someone realizing this is these humans have these little these little acts that they do and it's a little bit it's a, they're committing to the bit every day. Well, Nathan, I appreciate what you're doing. Strange Planet is out on Apple TV Plus right now. I, I do need to get uh, Maryland involved in your state drawings here. I don't think I've seen Maryland yet, so I'm going to need you to get on that. I know. I, I've been working on those. Uh, I Maryland, I have to tell you, your state, this is your state. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Maryland is one of the most challenging shapes. Um, as you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it has it has a tremendous potential um, but uh, it's it's just I, I need to read more about the uh, the formation of Maryland's borders because it's it's really it's a fascinating shape. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck. Thank you so much for your time and good luck with everything moving forward. Thank you so much, Jeff. All right. Have a good day. Take care. Big thank you to Nathan Pyle for his time. His new show, Strange Planet, is available on Apple TV Plus right now. I'd suggest checking it out. You can also find him on Instagram at Nathan Pyle Strange Planet. And thank you to all of you for listening to the Adult Education Podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Until next week, be well.